HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. We're here on Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Arway. This is Heritage Radio Network at Roberta's Pizza. Um, today, Heritage Radio Network, uh, this show, is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Um, Whole Foods Market reminds you that every bite has a story. So whether it's a tomato, a muffin, or a T-bone steak, change your conscious food... Ch- oh, your conscious food change choices can change the planet. Sorry. Because at Whole Foods Market, every single purchase you make helps us support things like animal we- welfare, organic agriculture, equitable trade, and energy offsets. Let's think before we eat. That's WholeFoodsMarket.com or WholeFoods.com. I think both work. And I um, uh, wanted to... Next plug, um, one of my favorite sites. Uh, so we all heard of interviews. We've read them in a very traditional format. Then there's videos where you could watch interviews. Um, these guys are dissecting interviews and um, sectioning off, categorizing it by subject, inspirations, motivations, ideas, such as, uh, you know, what was your childhood dream or something like that. And you can search them by topic or by the interviewer, interviewee, sorry. And uh, it's a really exciting novel, I think, uh, really, really cool addition to video interviews. Um, they, they, they run a site called Capture Your Flag. And the founders are here with me today. It's Eric Mc- Michelson and Andrew Osborne. <laughs> Hello. That was, do you want to clarify what exactly you do? <laughs> I feel like that was a little confusing. No, it's great. Uh, it's hard to explain, right? It's it's different because it's yeah. There's nothing quite like it out there. Uh, Capture Flag is a uh, we're building a model of success. Uh, college graduates and early to mid career professionals can follow by doing behavioral interviews with up-and-coming individuals across all industries. And we take those video interviews that, on average, cut to you know, 20 minutes and, and separate them into individual questions. So they're segmented by question, and each segment is then associated with leadership development themes as well as by industry. So um, that might be childhood experiences or career transition or academic influences from college. Um, and as a result, you're able to curate these different perspectives by themes and by industries so you can see a, you know, a cross-section of you know, different individuals and how that common themes uh, enable their development. Yeah. How did you guys come up with that idea? 
Well, um, I saw an opportunity. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff out there like TED, the TED Conference, and Charlie Rose, and even a site called BigThink.com here in uh, New York. And everything seemed to focus on people at the top, people that were masters of their domain per se or experts. And I looked around and saw so many inspiring individuals such as yourself uh, who were Thank up you. and you're welcome uh, up and coming in their perspective industries and uh, in that regard their stories were approachable for folks seeking direction in their career and seeking meaning more meaning in their life and we wanted to you know use online video as a platform to bring those stories to light and bring these people on the show interview them cut their interviews up and then repeat the process every year to provide that career development resource it's really interesting how how that works so you're you're trying to um, identify people who are at that, you know, kind of precious stage of development in their career. How did you decide that, you know, this is kind of like foreseeing where they're going? <laughs> so, Well, it's, it's something that, you know, and I'll, let Andrew, I'll let Andrew speak to this because I think he's, he's played such an incredible, incredibly important role in, in what we're doing and where we're going. Um, but you really just look for folks that have an inspiring backstory and kind of, and then, just take a risk and say, hey, I'd like you to come on and talk about you know, the positive, formative experiences shaping your path. And just and more often than not, no one has really had that opportunity to share those stories before. And we feel that those stories need to be heard and those stories can help people chart their course. Yeah, you know, I think uh, when you're a recent college grad or a young professional, you kind of get thrown into the the business world and you kind of get thrown into a job and you don't Today, it's very hard to find a mentor and someone to guide you along the way. Because they're too busy. They're too right? busy. And well, and everyone just, you know, it's it's so much harder to find somebody that will really take you under their wing and just, you know, show you the ropes. And so to have that online where everyone can see that and, and to hear people from the industry that you're working in, that you're aspiring to be in, um, and how they got to where they are, that's an incredible um opportunity to to help someone out that you know they've never even met and we're we're starting to hear that from some of our interviewees they're they're being uh contacted by random people who said i saw your interview the other day and you know i totally agree with what you're saying and so inspiring like you know being someone that wants to get into that industry to um hear that from someone who's who's doing it so that's pretty cool. And how many um, industries have you kind of covered so far? Uh, currently, we I think we have about uh, seven or eight industries sort of categorized on the site. Um, we have arts and entertainment, uh, media and publishing, uh, politics and government, education. And so uh, I think we have about 50 interviewees we've done so far uh, over wow. the past year. Uh, and you could search, you could start out by searching for within say arts and entertainment right and exactly. go from there okay. exactly and then you might find someone that you like and then you can click on them and you're able to find all of their videos that they've talked about in our interviews so yeah it's a great way to sort of go into different subjects that you're interested in or different topics uh and find you know somebody that's that you connect with all right i think that's a pretty cool tool um and it's it, it's gonna it's gonna take off i'm sure like i've just i've seen it grow exponentially this whole site and i keep getting all these <laughs> links to my name i'm like what's going on here oh it's that capture your flag interview google alert <laughs> so 
Yeah, thank you um, for interviewing me on this. Um, it's it's just really exciting. It's also very encouraging to hear. So it's funny though because I met uh, Eric first at a chili no at the hot dog cook off two years ago, <laughs> the great right. hot dog cook off, and since then. I have attended a dinner party where I helped cook, I think, scallops? No, a squid? Something like that. Octopus. Octopus, yes. One of those tentacled creatures. <laughs> and, uh, and I know you've had more dinner parties that I can't, couldn't make it to. And I've been to, and then we went to the other great hot dog cook and you're always at food events. I mean, what the heck is going on with your food involvement? <laughs> well, I think you know, for me, you know, food is, is such a passion of mine. And it's really about bringing people together around a shared experience. And it's so in line with everything that I do, whether it's with my nonprofit efforts or with my entrepreneurial efforts, but just finding ways to connect other people through shared experience that makes life more meaningful. And um, with, with food, it's you know, the competitive cook-offs are a blast because you, you have a chance to meet people like mm-hmm. yourself and, and uh, others like Jason Anello and, and who are doing really cool things, both professionally and also with their passions and, and food. Uh, going to you know, doing cook-offs, um, but also supper clubs and, and seeing the different creative outlets people have there and um, hosting dinner parties. I just love bringing a room together of people that are have different backgrounds and we can all learn from each other about you know, some of the different approaches people are taking. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a meeting, but turned more friendly and casual and intimate or um, just open. I was actually talking with somebody yesterday about how lunch or like how restaurants have really taken over. Um, you know, lunches are now a, a you know a valuable time where you could book meetings instead of a time to eat. Um, the power lunch, you know, yeah. phenomenon, and uh, they've really kind of uh, overtaken a lot of our meal times and the community communal. You know, eating family time, maybe if you have a family. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's funny because I feel like you guys are kind of using food and cooking and dinner parties as sort of a meeting, too. Um, when you had, like, the alumni, the capture your flag, get together, like, you actually made food. You could have gone out to a restaurant or something. But. Absolutely. There's some you know, great groups out there, like the Sandbox Network here in New York, which is an under-30 up-and-coming leadership group that we really like working and partnering with. Uh, but from a food perspective, yeah, we, we cook a lot. You know, at the, It's a home office right now, and we want to bring these alumni together because they're all inspiring to us, and they all have these amazing shared stories. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's just no better way to do that than around, you know, the dinner table. How do you like working at a home office? Do you like cook lunch and breakfast every day? And that's that must be. Pretty- we do. We uh, um, we sort of figure out what we have from our CSA and uh, make a stir fry or do whatever we have at the oh wow uh, available from in the fridge. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a communal communal fridge stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. it's it's funny because you know it's today is actually the one year anniversary of launching the site. We actually launched. Oh, it. congratulations! <laughs> I didn't even know that. What what serendipitous timing! I know. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. This is great, and um, it just it's it's funny to think you know. We've obviously, we're growing, and there's more people coming on board. And if, you know, down the road, there'll be a studio and or office space. Mm-hmm. 
And what I, th- I think about is rather than worry about what's coming in the future, just to appreciate the present. And you know, down the road, we'll reflect and look back upon the times when we were sitting around a, a dinner table doing our work all day mm-hmm. and cooking at home. Wait, so your office, your table, desk is a dinner table? That's the dinner table. So yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, lap, pop open the MacBook Pros. <laughs> <laughs> And you, you guys live in Carroll Gardens, no? Or the I'm, home offices? Yeah, yeah. And I'm over Andrew. in Crown Heights. So, okay, yeah. me too. Um, that is like, you know, Carroll Gardens is like Restaurant Central, Smith Street Restaurant Row. It must be pretty tempting, no? Yeah, there's right now. I think there are three or four um, places in construction, and in the last three or four months, there's four places that opened up. Um, you know, one thing is for sure is yeah, there's no shortage of being able to go out and um, you know stop by a place, especially when you have folks like Scott Gold, another yeah, great New York foodie down the street, down the, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. But you know, we've also connected to the neighborhood through the yeah you know, the Cobble Hill CSA and and really bonded with the people around us from that regard. And, and nothing's better than being able to go down there and pick up some fresh yeah. veggies and get to work. Are they going to have a winter CSA by any chance? They are. Yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. So, which farm do you know? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I knew you'd ask that question. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. So, what is your favorite? Um, okay, so working day. So, you mentioned stir fries. That's mm-hmm. a quick one, I guess. Any other go to favorites? Oh, is, is Andrew the chef here? No, oh. Eric's the chef. Eric's so, <laughs> yeah, I think well, t- today's going to be. Uh, Today's going to be chicken noodle soup because it's okay, cold out. Yeah. So yeah, there's some good, some good veggies that we're. I gonna have a minestrone back on, oh, at home on the pot. That's yeah. good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, it's been a lot. There's been a lot of really good ratatouille in the last couple of weeks. Just oh with, yeah. With all the eggplant. What plant. is a ratatouille? But every vegetable that you need to use up, <sighs> thrown together. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the CSA keeps on coming every Tuesday, and so you have to. Usually, like Sundays and Mondays are the ratatouille time. <laughs> 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 Refresh and reload, but uh, yeah, beet salads. Uh, you know, really, uh, just some simple salads with radicchio. Um, just yeah, lots. Of, the beans have been over the top. I mean, every week is like beans, and so I've been doing some sour sour beans and pork, uh, like kind of Szechuan dishes. Yeah, that uh, sounds like a power lunch, if you ask me. Like <laughs> tons of veggies, fresh vitamins. Wow. And one one thing, speaking of the power lunch, is that one thing that I've been doing uh, more and more this last year is you know, breakfast is, uh, I think, a great time to you know get people together because you get them fresh in their day and they're not worried about meetings yet and i've actually started to bring people over for breakfast and i do a lot of breakfast meetings across the city getting into manhattan and everything but then also people really enjoy kind of being invited over for for a breakfast because you're cooking for them it's great make them some nice your pancakes or your omelets but then you can have a chance to talk shop and just go over some things help them with their career building or talk prep them for an interview or talk about doing a business deal I think that's a great advantage to have that home office and then be able to throw that together. Yeah, if, I, if we were to inspiring. get if we were to get an office, you know, which I think would probably come in about a year's time, it has to have a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, first requirement. So I know you guys picked a little song to play right about now. Yeah, it's a band just. Sure, Taka Taka is uh, work. Br- Brooklyn-based band. Uh, Conrad Doucette is a Capture Your Flag uh, alum. He's also been doing a lot of drumming with the National this year. Uh, they're about ready to go on tour in Europe. With um, They're not going with the National, but they have some overlapping dates. And uh, they're also in, in the studio right now recording their next album. All right, well, let's put them on. We'll be right back.
With Let's Eat In, I'm your host, Kathy Irway. This is Heritage Radio Network. Today is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. I'm here with the creators of Capture Your Flag. Check out CaptureYourFlag.com. Talking to Eric Michelson and Andrew Osborne. Um, so I know, Andrew, you come from a video videography background. Um, and that seems... So your your main role here is, is engineering, uh, shooting the videos. Yeah. Um, I do all the shooting and editing for... Uh, all the videos and I guess currently on the site we have uh, just about 800 videos um, which is seems crazy to think that we've done that many (laughs) in a year's time those are the the, like not total interviews but the questions yeah Yeah. the individual clips right yeah but um, yeah 50 I guess sort of 50 plus interviews now Um, they've divided up into about 800 800 800 clips so yeah I come from a video background i went to the savannah college of art and design uh, in Mm -hmm. savannah georgia and uh moved up to new york a few years ago and you know ran to eric and and uh the rest is history but um (laughs) yeah i've uh always loved storytelling i think that's uh such a uh sort of universal and powerful tool and this was a great opportunity to uh capture so many people's story who hasn't been told and Put that out. Put it through video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, f- I feel like video is going to take over a lot of, you know, just any, just plain old print media these yeah, days. Now yeah. that it's so, it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's so easy, but yes, yeah, so you could take it to different levels and be as sophisticated as you want, but we all have like these, you know, technology now. Well, I think it, technology is so accessible for people right now, especially to do their own video. Um, and, I think it, it it depends on you know the sort of the background, the tools that you have, um, and how well you're able to tell a story. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, sort of sets apart um, people who work at home uh, on a you know simple iMovie uh, program, or people who uh, shoot with you know a huge camera and use Final Cut or Avid or something big to to do their own stuff. So um, it's just it depends, you know. It's so easy to put stuff up on the web now, and everyone is watching stuff, whether it's on Vimeo or on YouTube or whatever. So. And how do you try to differentiate or kind of um, excel in your craft when so many people are just kind of shooting with their point-and-shoots and uploading it, throwing it on YouTube? Right. Um, you know, I think for the film industry and video industry, there's such a stress on, like, what you're shooting and what the technology is. If Is it HD, mm-hmm. etc.? Um, really, since I was in school, I've really focused on just being good at telling a story um, and doing that uh, smoothly and, and, and as well as I, I possibly can. And I think all the technical so it's the stuff, content over right, uh, right. And whatever. I think I think that's the same way with any big Hollywood movie that you see. Um, it can be flashy and it can you know have a million dollar budget, but if it doesn't have a good story, no one's really going to talk about it in a positive light. And it's like. True. Yeah, and you see a lot. You see a lot of those really bad movies out there right now, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But right now, I think because it's almost Oscar cutoff, you're starting to see those good movies come out. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Um, So, have you guys ever thought of interviewing yourselves? Because you seem to be at the point where uh, (laughs) 
we get that question you know. from time to time, uh, all the time. Uh, yeah, I think that it's something that you know it's going to gradually come out. Uh, just I think people are interested in the inspiration behind uh, what we do. Uh, one thing I've been doing more and more of is is going on the teaching circuit uh, as a guest lecturer. I just got back from Vanderbilt University, and I also taught a class, a graduate class. Um, as a guest lecturer at Columbia University earlier this year. And and, and that I usually am sharing quite a bit about why I do what I do and how it specifically relates to the particular class, which is typically like a master's in communications class. And what did you do before a year ago? Capture your flag started. Before Capture Your Flag, I worked in uh, high-tech market research for uh, over half a decade and focused on two fronts. One was I was on the research side interviewing hundreds upon hundreds of entrepreneurs and Um, and corporate executives that were really innovating and technologies and opening doors to new markets like you know wi-fi and all of the mobile phone technologies that we now use today and i loved the interviews i did you know like i said probably thousands of them but um what i loved more than the technology was the actual kind of the behavioral aspect the the story of someone's Mm -hmm. development and so after running global sales for a few years that's when i had the itch to break out inspired by charlie rose and tend to tell these stories of of up-and-coming individuals versus ascended individuals and and uh, you know what's shaping their path that's pretty cool how many do you give everybody the same questions i was just curious i couldn't remember the same it it differs i think Mm -hmm. i'm there are a hundred common leadership development themes or developmental themes that, that are you know, profiled on the site. And so certainly there's a lot of kind of similarity to the questions, but we're not necessarily, we're not so academic where we're repeating the same set of questions, like a Proust questionnaire, you know, over and over again. Um, but over time, just, just through the sheer number, the volume of work that we're doing, we do have quite a few overlapping yeah. questions. Yeah. Is there any one question that you like to really get past everybody? Uh, I think we always ask what someone aspires to do or to be. Um, and I think that's a pretty universal question to ask um, people who are sort of still building their career and, and still figuring things out is, you know, what's that ultimate, like, idea of what you want to be? You okay. Know? Yeah. So what what do you guys want to be? <laughs> well, I think I want to, I want to, through, you know, the, revealing the story of, you know, people's you know the up-and-coming people i want i want to be able to change the world and i okay. and I'm, i do that with capture your flag and i do that with cliffy kids my nonprofit, and i do that with the shared food experiences right on. yeah motivate inspire yeah. cool and you i would just want to be the best uh storyteller i can possibly be right on yeah whether that's through photos or video or whatever yeah right cool well i have a question that i like to ask everybody on the show <laughs> 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 and it's uh less uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bring it. Okay. Um, it is, what would you cook for the sexiest date meal ever? Wow. All right. And I know, Andrew, you just got engaged. I so did. maybe what would you cook for, I don't know, <laughs> uh, if you could go back in time <laughs> and, and try to uh, seduce somebody. Interesting. Um, well, being a uh, uh, Korean-American, I love korean food i can't Mm. get enough and i just actually got back from a trip uh to korea a few months ago where i asked my girlfriend to to marry me and so (laughs) and uh so 
Korean. Were you at a restaurant? No, I was barbecue. Not. No, okay. I, but we did we did have plenty of Korean barbecue. Okay. <laughs> but I I would I would uh, love to do a traditional Korean meal. I think that's um, such a uh, I guess Korean food is so family and and mm. and a sh- such a it's shared. It's a shared, experience. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know everything from the the banchan and everything around mm-hmm. the table. You know, there's no. You don't get your own plate. You don't, yeah, I love that. You you really pass things around, and you know you're you're trying different things, and so um, throw it in the hot yeah, pot. Yeah, I think that's yeah. really kind of romantic too. Like you you really get to know somebody by sharing the food that's placed at the table with them. I'm actually thinking of doing a Thanksgiving where it's like just totally like communal, like you all cook at like maybe with a hot pot or something Ooh. like that, more interactive yeah, and like shared, that. definitely shared. That's Nobody, great. Yeah. Nobody yeah. picks and chooses. Anyway, so you would cook um, in any dish in particular? Is there oh, maybe this um, kimchi I mean, soup, stew? Yeah, something like a hot, like a spicy hot pot would be. Slurp worthy? Yeah, something, yeah. yeah something get messy. And, <laughs> yeah. Slurp worthy. Splatter. <laughs> <laughs> that How sounds good. Oh, wow. Well, I'm all about the experience. And uh, and you sound like you're from the South. Am I correct? I spent a couple of years down there, but I'm, I'm a mix. I'm a mishmash. I, I, okay. I grew up in the Midwest and, and lived in the South, lived in Europe and now New York. So I guess I can turn on and off. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> but, quite a few places. But uh, all about the experience and, and, the, and the story. So I, I love to relate when I bring people together around a table, whether it's on a date or um, you know just a group. I really like just the story that the food brings out. And you know, one thing I, when I cook, I love peasant food. That's just really what I've kind of honed my focus on, whether it's in cook-offs or you know in the home cooking. Just um, you know the risottos and the paellas and the cassoulets that that really you know kind of bring the grassroots kind of effect right, out. It's in comforting. And yeah, yeah, and in that regard, there's a few things that I would definitely include oysters, uh, which you know oysters have always been a food of the people, even though they've they've somehow gotten relegated recently to you know. It's, you know, hot cuisine, whatever, but it's not. Oysters are the food of the people, and you pair that with some champagne uh, to get things started, and that's just a great way to celebrate. Oh, that's an a great idea. Yeah, and then sweetbreads are another thing, like any kind of awful stuff. That's it's they're my favorite sweetbreads, really. And that's my favorite. That's thing your in the world. favorite awful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's it's so awful. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, it's something that from a texture perspective, it's surprising, and you know, there's there's some adventure involved, and again, and then you can really kind of pair that with uh, you can introduce a big red into the equation I love barbaresco wine mm. and then you know to wrap things out I've been really working on my ramekin the last uh, few few months and so like a pot de creme something oh deep gosh. dark chocolate <clears throat> pair that with a port and call it a night that sounds perfect <laughs> I wish I knew how to cook sweetbreads because don't you usually want to give it a crispy golden crust with like a little breaded uh, sweetbread yeah yeah, yeah. How but, else could you do it? Well, I mean, mm. the, you want to soak them in milk. You want to you want to sit them, let them soak because you want to get the you need to get the blood out, and then and then that's pretty sexy. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you don't talk about that part. It, that's the thing about sweetbreads is you don't see them before they're they're cooked up. But uh, once they're cooked up, yeah, they, you know, crusted. You can you can sauté them as well. Uh, kind of think about cooking it the same way as you can maybe cook with a squid or something like that. It's I just, like that one. Yeah, that's a good idea because it's a real. Um, it's a visceral kind of <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But what if somebody doesn't like sweetbreads? I, I think they have to try it. Yeah, I mean, it could go with something like something more 
the, the peasanty foods like a, like a beef burgundy or or a cassoulet uh, in the winter. Um, we did the cassoulet cook-off earlier this year, which is fun. Um, you know, or something that's that's um, you know kind of take a take a different uh, turn on you know, some kind of grilled eggplant or some kind of lasagna con- contraption. Okay, of la- layering nice in and different mushy. flavors. I'm, I'm going to get mushy things throughout <laughs> all these things. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Not not the deep fryer is not, and there's no deep fryer involved. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. So, what's the next cook-off you're going to enter and challenge my? hot dog or something that's like that that's great <laughs> um, I saw it out this morning there's a there's a holiday cook off early early yeah, December the Brooklyn food experiment guys that might be it yeah like December 6th I don't know I uh, it, I'll have to check my email yeah that might be that might work um, you're definitely something in December or January because it's, it's, it's that time Andrew are you going to be helping out oh absolutely I, I'm, I am always the sous chef okay so. <laughs> <laughs> right on I like this teamwork here yeah you you guys are like a team like in food as well as in work <laughs> Oh, just good. natural yeah yeah all right guys so catch these guys in action at the food experiments or just check out capture your flag and i can't wait to see um where it goes with that congratulations on one year it's been thanks. really fun thank you thanks guys and we'll be back next week wanted to thank jack insley and nat wiener in the engineer booth and whole foods market for sponsoring this episode see you later no more you love